Hello, I'm Alan Furstenberg. And I'm Mark Tucker, and we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Welcome back, everyone. Good to see you again, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Alan. So, one of the, you know, we, we've talked before about how we get a lot of our ideas from the community, from people who listen to us. Right. And, and this one kind of came up in a conversation that I was having with Andy, who is very much a, a frequent oh, participant. Yep. She, she's fantastic. A frequent participant at Voice Lunch US, at Voice Lunch Global. She attends my office hours every week. She's got some really, really interesting insights and questions about why we do things the way we do sometimes. And at a recent Voice Lunch US presentation, she was very, very critical about um, a, a process that was returning a, a large response. The audio that was going right. to be coming back was, was fairly long and kind of droned on. Like, like how many sentences? Do you, any idea? And even if it, it may have been a sentence or two, you know, but it was, it was providing help. You know, some detailed help. So, oh, help is always challenging when you're trying. To, you don't you don't want to necessarily give too much and or not enough. And and when do you do it? Do you do you, do you wait for people to ask for help, or do you try to like the first right. time that they do something? Right. Give them no, information. No. There's, and, and there's all kinds. Of, yeah. Right. And we've covered various strategies to tackle yeah. that in the past. Um, but her 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 observation was that it didn't really matter when you gave it because you were gonna tune out to it immediately because it was so slow and you just wanted to say, stop, I got it. Yeah, shut up, fine, yeah. fine, fine, I'm wrong. Let me just, 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 just stop. Um, <laughs> and I thought she had an excellent point. And in thinking about it and talking about it some more, one of the things she said was, I just wish I could just speed it up and Dana, another uh, listener of ours, said, well, you know, you could ask Alexa to talk faster. Which prompted all of us to say, you can do what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. And, it, and if I remember correctly, it actually automatically just updates the speed of your skills talking, too. Yes. So, so it's actually, but, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But this prompted us to think, what are the various tools that we have as developers, when the designer says to us, I need to get all of this information across, but I need them not to fall asleep by the end of it. Yes. What can we do? So I kind of wanted to talk about what are our, what, what tools do we have in our bag to make responses more interesting? Hmm. Interesting. So it reminds me of the, the, you know, the doctor, the guy goes into the doctor and says, doctor, it hurts when I do this. And he says, we'll stop doing that. Uh, so I guess maybe the first thing is to examine your text and maybe not make them so long and boring. Um, so that, that might be like very much a designer, copywriter, screenwriter, you know, author, um, uh, you know, problem. So it may, it may not be the development problem, but maybe, a, you know. Or maybe a development problem because the developer is doing the copy instead. Of yeah, let, let, let's actually, <laughs> I'd like to assume that we actually have designers helping us. Okay, good. Because um, that is that is definitely the preference. Yeah. So, yes, let's assume for the moment that they've exhausted their possibilities in uh, whittling down this text to something that won't put people to sleep. All right. 
and they're still concerned about it. What do we have? And I and again, I think the first thing to is you know what what talking about the the uh, Alexa talk faster does is it let it puts a person in control of how fast they want it to talk, which is great. Um, yeah. Didn't know it existed, so that was that was really cool to see that it did exist and it did work. Yeah. Um, and and, you know, and this reminds me of a conversation that I've had m- many times with Heidi Colburton, where she's talking about, well, depending on, you know, the older that you get, you just need to have things um, set a little bit slower. Exactly. Um, and so uh, I think that's a, a problem to solve, but we do have that ability inside of our uh, coded responses using SSML. Um, mm-hmm. so, we, so we can, you know, speed things up or, or slow them down a little bit. It may not sound as good or as natural as if you just did the standard mode. I think maybe some more effort can go into that as far as uh, as tweaking that. But um, I do often think about when people are listening to things uh, like videos or podcasts that they turn it on 1.25, 1.5, 1.75. It would, it would be nice to have that ability built in, you know, with some standard intents uh, you know, to speed that up two times, uh, slow that down a bit, actually have control within your uh, your skill or action as a developer to then, um, you know, adjust the speed. Because uh, sometimes, you know, I'm thinking of like Wikipedia, you what, uh, I don't know if this is still the way that it was, but you used to ask something to Alexa, and if the source of that information was Wikipedia, they would read you the first sentence um, and then they would ask if you wanted to hear more. And if you said yes, then it would just start reading the whole Wikipedia paragraph by paragraph, at which point you're just kind of like, I'm done listening to this, really. I, ca- I can't. I-, I just can't listen to you read this so, yeah. for a long period of time. So having having intents or supporting intents to, to speed up responses. Yep. Um, is good. And, you know, yeah. knowing that some of them are going to be longer and making it so that we, we make those a little faster is also good. And all of that, you know, the, the, the way to do that on the SSML side is the prosody tech. Right. So certainly, you know, having prosody as part of our response, uh, again, in our, in our toolkit is a, is a reasonable approach. Um, does, does APLA provide anything about to, that lets you manipulate the prosody of, of output? Oh. Or is it mostly <clears throat> focused on the, the longer forms? So responses there. No, it's kind of it's kind of blurring the um, the the lines. So it seems like improvements to anything with audio is being moved to uh, Alexa presentation language dash audio um, APLA and um, so it does handle some of the same things with short form, long form. Um, and, and it's kind of this interesting middle ground where things get a little weird or clunky. Um, unfortunately, I think, I think more things are probably going to be ended up moving into APLA and as, as kind of the new improved way of responding hmm. uh, to things. But uh, not, there's not a lot of new, new thing because behind the scenes, in, in the end, you're, you can still specify SSML as what's going to be responded back on the APL side. It's more about mixing audio uh, together, kind of the parallel uh, sequence stuff that that uh, that so, uh, we'll Google went that. ahead and yeah went ahead and, and built into an extension in SSML. We'll get back to that one in a second as well because that that had me think of something. Um, okay. So okay, so so it's SSML. There may be some things you can do with it, uh, APLA about prosody. 
I know one of the things I did with multivocal is that um, you could just define a, a number of voices, what it refer, and say which voice will be responding at a time. And one of the things that this voice can have is the prosody setting. So, oh, that's interesting. It's it's part of what it was meant for is so that you could you know set up multiple voices, multiple pitch voices, for example, um, and use them within the same action. But it can certainly also just be used for you know to change the the speed, right. so that some responses use one voice and other responses use a different voice, and you just you specify that as part of the voice, and it injects that into the the SSML on its own. Um, yes, yeah, there, there's some you know similar things. You know, the first example of this on the Alexa side was being able to add the whisper tag. So you could have part of your SSML, you know, having this section of text um, be read back uh, with a special effect added onto it being a whisper effect. Um, so that was kind of like the first um, custom tag that Amazon added to SSML that allowed, uh, allowed you to do whisper. They've added some other ones. Um, they've got a couple of ones that are, in a, in a, and that's the, the first one was in, uh, in the SSML shows up as Amazon colon effect. Um, there's another one called Amazon colon emotion, and the two emotions are excited and disappointed. Um, and then you can choose low, medium, or high um, on each of those. So if there's something that you want to affect, this, this probably isn't for like long text, but uh, to add a little bit of, character diversity to maybe a story that you're telling or to a specific portion. Um, if it makes sense, then you can think, make things more excited or, or make things um, a little more somber, I guess. Well, I certainly think that those could be used, you know, when reading out some long text, especially if it's like a help message, you may wanna, you know, make it a little more disappointed than your usual because this will, you know, people will catch on to the fact that you just said something different. You know, yeah. one, of, one of the interesting things about how we hear things is that we will hear subtle differences like that and pick up on it and we'll pay more attention to it. So that, that might be a useful trick. Are there other effects? I mean, I, I remember hearing at one point there was like the newscaster voice. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, Jump to that though. What I was thinking about is that th this is also a point where sound effects or yes. sonic branding could be used at different points to indicate, um, you know, like maybe you submitted an order and there's a, a specific sound that gets made so that over time you can get used to hearing that sound and then you can just uh, know that that was successful. So in essence, you're what you're doing is you're abbreviating um, some text with the sounds, kind of like the, a picture is worth a thousand words, you know, some sort of a so sound effect or sonic branding can be worth at least a few words. Yes. And, you know, that, this was actually something that I was thinking about when you, when you mentioned APLA and layering yep. is that you could, you know, this is not done a lot right now, but if we think about audio effects in movies, we have like a background theme music oh, yeah. playing that sets the tone for what's going on. So, you know, I don't think you want it to be overpowering and it doesn't want it to be loud, but I think having a background theme music at different points in your skill or action mm -hmm. can help set the tone. So, you know, if you're giving somebody an error message, having a background 
tone that kind of, you know, either suggests pay attention to this or these are instructions, but certainly can can perk it up a little so it doesn't sound like you're droning on and on. On and on, yeah. Maybe useful. And, you know, if you're completing a point in a sales flow, you might want to have some background audio that's, you know, getting you more excited. And, you know, the the beat picks up just a little bit. And as you get closer and closer, it, you know, goes a little faster, the background music. <laughs> so even if you're not speaking any faster, the background music is getting a little bit more excited. So that might be something that, that we can experiment with. And again, we have those tools. We have the ability to do background noises, you know, to do background effects using either APLA or using the, the parallel tags in, uh, in Google's SSML. Yeah. So two, two more things really quick along those uh, lines. There's also uh, emoticons, which are things like bazinga. Um, they're words or phrases that you can put inside of a, like a, an exclamation. And it's, it's been specifically processed so that it sounds, it sounds better. It sounds um, different than just normally what it would sound like reading it out. And so there might be some well-placed um, of, of these emoticons that you can use throughout that, you know, kind of add some excitement or punctuation. And the last thing along these same lines is sometimes you just need a pause. That's actually an excellent point. So, you know, sometimes you just need to have some well-placed pauses that are at the appropriate, you know, uh, duration to kind of break things up and let people process and catch up or, or you know, kind of, um, you know, do whatever they need to do. Um, well, and, you know, and, it, and it certainly breaks up things in a list or it can right. emphasize things, you know. So if you're talking about something, you might want to say, you can say this to go ahead or say this if you need to repeat it right? or say that, you know, so it helps, you know, as opposed to say, uh, you can do this to go ahead or say this to go back or do this to repeat it. You, it kind of blurs together. Right. It does. And, and you can, um, like, there is definitely a linguistic term for this and I do not remember what it is, um, but it's like setting them up with, with, uh, with words. Like, you know, if you're giving something a list, you can say, blah, 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 blah. Next, da, da, da. finally, um, or, you know, and that's even if that's a, like if the text is all together, or if you're going through one, you know, kind of saying doing the, doing the first item, hearing some stuff about the first item, you're like, first, details, details, uh, you know, would you like to, to go on? And you say next or yes. And then the next, then the next thing that is said is next is this, lastly, finally. So, giving some nice words that transition from one thing to another um, helps as well. Right, and hopefully your, uh, your designer uh, is well-versed in those. But, you know, again, um, we can use SSML elements, you know, the, the pause tag to yep. pause on things and um, the emphasis tag to kind of give a little more oomph when we say things like, next or first yeah you know to, to again emphasis, to break it up yeah yeah yep. um but i think either way it's important for us to to realize that we're going to need to be testing all of these kinds of responses to make sure they do have the emphasis that we want the the rhythm and beat that we want yeah. the pronunciation that we want and if we don't then we need to fudge it and fudging it's fine at this stage of the game in ssml <laughs> and yeah. whether that's using a phoneme tag or just you know alternate spellings of words. 
Yeah. Or sometimes um, you just really, you know, it depends on what it is. Like I've worked on um, some games like a, like quiz, a quiz type game where we've had probably 90% would be voiceover work by, uh, you know, voiceover actor or celebrity or somebody that, um, and you can get a lot of, you know, feeling and, you know, kind of a, a lot of things that you get for free by just having, you know, a good actor that's that that's saying things you get you know all kinds of different emphasis and speed variations and interest level um that is is really hard to um approximate with uh with text-to-speech and ssml yep this this however i think is an important point where we need to mention um in addition to ssml itself we we do have you know this great speech markdown library which oh, oh that's yours isn't it that, that is mine. I, yeah, Speech Markdown. So you know, basically, uh, for those who don't know what Speech Markdown is, it's uh, similar to how regular Markdown is to HTML. Um, so uh, you can look at SSML and you can code for it. And, uh, and in a lot of ways, it's, it's very similar to kind of the same markup format as, um, as HTML. But uh, with Speech Markdown, it's just some simplified tags. It's you, you don't have you know begin tags, end tags um, uh, per se, and it's just a, a way of simplifying um, how you can use these same tags. So basically, you write something um, like you would normally write it, and then you start wanting to add pauses and emphasis and things like that, and you can use uh, speech markdown to do that. And then uh, because all the platforms support SSML. Then right before the output happens, it ch uh, changes that speech markdown, that text that's been marked down with speech markdown, uh, and turns that into SSML. And uh, and what's uh, another advantage of it is that you can, with speech markdown, is that you can use it once, and there are different flavors of SSML based on if you're doing uh, Alexa or Google or Bixby or others, um, and uh, you only have to put it once it figures out based on which uh, platform you're using, what SSML to return. So those are you know, kind of some of the things and you can check it out at uh, speechmarkdown.org. So, you know, I think it, it, it certainly illustrates we've got a lot of tools in our bag about, you know, when the designer comes to us and says, we need to make this less boring, you know, lots of things that we can do to play with it. But, you know, even for some things that's just plain text, even just varying, changing the question mark to a period. Yep. Changes how the, the text to speech generator converts it. Or putting, putting a comma in. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Oh, you know, I, I forgot we were, we're gonna, we were gonna talk about uh, Amazon domain as another oh, right. extension. Yes. Yeah. We got, we got all in this other conversation of uh, Sonic branding and Moticon. This, and this is one of those conversations where, where we keep saying, that's that's a good point. We need to get to that in a second, but first, yeah, because there's just so much to talk about. Um, but with uh, this uh, Amazon extension to SSML called Amazon colon domain, there's various things. So, like if you if you do have more lengthy text, then you can um, have it come out um, that they've got different things like conversational, long form, uh, music, which kind of makes it sound more like a like a a, a DJ news and fun. And so those are things that you can play with and say, um, you know, the theme, uh, the, um, 
you know, the kind of the character of, of how I'm, I'm going to say things is going to be a little bit playful. And so maybe fun would be, um, be, be more useful. Or this is definitely a, a business type application and it's got some longer audio. So maybe I want to make it sound more like uh, what a, what a newscaster would uh, say and kind of that cadence and, and, and uh, accent of things. I, I think it's also important to, to, to think about that even if we're not doing something that's meant to be fun and playful, that maybe that particular audio style works for how we're delivering yep. this. So, you know, I would encourage people that if they're, they're trying to, to make some of the responses a little more interesting or make some of their longer ones sound a little bit better, go ahead and play with them. You know, it doesn't matter if you're not doing a newscast, try newscast, see if that sounds better than yep. just reading it out normally. Um, there's, there's no rule that says you can only <laughs> do this for a newscast. Play with it, make, you know, play with your SSML because there's lots that you can do to, to tweak it and make it sound better and work with your designers on tweaking it. Yeah. So you can, you know, do that uh, <clears throat> right inside the, the, um, the test console for, for Google actions. There's a, a voice test tab in the Alexa console. Um, just, you know, uh, there's a, a website, ssml.guru that you can go to that talks about some, what some of the different tags are and uh, just start playing around um, and, and experimenting and, and get a good idea of what you have available and put that in your, your tool belt. Yep. So we'd love to hear what other ideas you have. You know, if, if you are experimenting with SSML and have found some, some good or interesting combinations, or if you found other tricks to make long responses less boring, we'd love to hear about them. Yeah, we sure would. And uh, share them with us in the comments below. Find us on Twitter. Find us at A Voice Lunch. And we'll be happy to talk at you know, or find me at my office hours. And you can <laughs> talk to Andy and Dana some more as well. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. And maybe we'll share them another time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Thank you very much, Alan. Have a good week, Mark. Take care.